So the question is, what is the halacha about getting paid for a mitzvah? There's a fascinating Gemara in Bukharos, Tafchaf Tesmar Aleph, basically says, quotes the Pasuk, Re'eli Mariti Eschem Chukim Mishpatim, and the Gemara says, Ma'ani Bechinam Afatem Bechinam. Just as I teach these chukim and mishpatim to you for free, so too must you teach them for free. We learn from here, from this Gemara in Bukharos, that it is forbidden to take money for the performance of a mitzvah. It is also brought down in the Rambam Hilchas Talmud Torah, Perak Aleph Halacha Zayin, and Shulchan Arach Yeridea, Simen Reish Mem Vav, Sif Hey. So we learn from here that uh, just like you can't take money to teach Torah, you also cannot take money to perform other things that are obligatory to others. For example, you're not allowed to take money to testify. There's a fascinating Machna Ephraim, however, that says you, you are allowed to take money for the travel time involved in testifying for another. Because that part is not considered a mitzvah. You know, that, so you could take money on that. What is the story with mitzvahs that are not obligatory in nature? For example, there's no obligation to be a gabite staka. So under such circumstances, is actually a machlokas, whether if you made a condition beforehand, whether that uh, works or not. This is actually a machlokas. Uh, there's an Imre Vina, which says it's still forbidden. And uh, the Machna Ephraim seems to explain, you know, there's, there's actually a Stechemed, that if you make a Tnai, it could be permitted. What is the halacha with a mitzvah derabonon? Right, are you allowed to take money for that? Shulchan Aruch Simon Reishman Vav, end of Hay, says that it only really applies to Chukum and Mishpatim that Moshe Rabbeinu said at, at, at Har Sinai. But according to Hagos Maimonius, in Perak Aleph of Hilchas Talmud Torah, would seem that uh, other things would be permitted. There is an opinion that says, So the Torah did not forbid taking payment for that. That's a chsam seifer, but metziah daf What if they pay you, what if they pay you just by themselves? So this is actually the Machna Ephraim says, you're still getting schar for a mitzvah, getting schar for the mitzvah, that's aser, but there, there, there are those that are materet. They say that there's a chachma shleimai, in Chayshin Mishpat Simantes, that says that it, it's just kind of giving a gift in general, and in such circumstances, it would be permitted. What about getting paid just to be like a watchman? In other words, you're not getting paid the full amount, but you're being paid to stop your other work. In a situation where you don't have another opportunity to make money, so that seems from, there's a Rashi in Kedushan, that under such circumstances, so then you'd be allowed to do it. Now, 
some say that you're even allowed to do it when you're just taking schar on the tircha, on the tircha involved in the mitzvah. On the other hand, others say that getting paid for the tircha, that, that's getting paid for the mitzvah itself. So this is actually opinion of Tosis Riazaken in the second tarets on Kedushan, daf nun chesamet beis. So this applies to teachers. Teachers, so they would be permitted to get paid for, you know, babysitting. Mm-hmm. And that being the case, so they should also be able to be paid for the teaching itself. You know, for example, if he doesn't have what to, you know, make a living off of. And the same thing about being paid schar batala because uh, he could set aside everything else and teach. A doctor. Technically, it's forbidden for a doctor to get paid for, uh, you know, to teach the the sick person how to make the medication or how to get better. But uh, if it's getting paid for a tircha, let's say you've got to go to the house, you know, go to the doctor's office, uh, so then it would be permitted to get paid for that. And that's also Shulchan Aruch and Shin Lamed Vav in your day. Uh, if he made a condition that he does not want to cure for free, so then he could accept payment based on this condition. Uh, this is in Sif Gimel in the Shulchan Aruch, and it's based on the Lashon of the Ramban. What about a Rav? A Rav, they hired him in a community to be a Dayan, so he's allowed to accept money for this, the fact that he agreed to be a permanent fixture there, because he's not obligated to be permanent. Rather, any din, they could go to him. And the fact that he's there permanently is something that he's not obligated to do, and therefore he can get paid for that. Technically speaking, it could be that a rav, you know, would be also to get money for his psakim that are based on, you know, dinim amonos, or dinim esuvaheter. But if he's being hired to be a rav to ask, to act in an advisory capacity, so then, or, or, or uh, you know, to know what halacha is which, uh, so under such circumstances, it would seem that he could be paid if this fill-in is kosher or not, not obligated under such circumstances to issue an opinion. So therefore, since he wouldn't be obligated, he could be paid for that. A Rav, who sets aside all his business, so he can get paid. This is now his parnasa, And so you could be mechuyev, be mechayev, the tzibur, to pick that up. That's in Shulchan Aruch Yerodeh Reish Vav, Sif Chafalaf. There's a Ramah there too. And also in, in Sif Hay. There's also a Chachma Shlaimai in Chayshin Mishpat Simintas, which says that the whole Isser of a Dayan to accept money is when he forces the Din on the two uh, Balei Din. But if they come to him, you know, willingly, so he's allowed to give a Psak, and they're allowed to pay him for that, because that's considered like a matana. 
This is the Chachma Shlaimai, the Chachmish Bet Simintas. What about making a get? So making a get, so that it would seem that it's uh, it's also because why is that also? Because it's it's getting paid for learning and paskening, and uh, this is actually a Rebbe Bartnura in Chayrus Perak Dalad. Mishnah and it's brought down in Shulchan Aruch Eben Ezer, Simon Kufnun Dalad. The Rav Shulchan Aruch and Hilcha also writes that it's a hora, and therefore, you know, it's in within the category of Mani Bechinam, Afatem Bechinam. Just as I do it for free, you should also do it for free. There is, however, uh, an opinion that says you're now doing work and you wouldn't have, you're not obligated to write it anyway. So since you're not obligated to write it anyway, uh, so then it's it's motor. This is the Raman Evna Ezer, Seder Aget Sif Dalet. There's a Pischei Tshuva there as well that explains why it would be permitted. What about learning Shechita? So it's forbidden for Rav to show what the Shaykhat needs in order to uh, give Muksav Kabbalah, because he's obligated to do this, right? This is a psak. Shechita is not something that is uh, voluntary or not. They have to know it. So he, he's obligated to teach him. But again, if he's got another profession, he's setting it aside, so then it would be permitted to do so. This is the psak of the Rav Shulchanach in your day there. What about nowadays? So the Rambam, of course, writes that it's also for Rabbonim and for Talmud Chachamim to accept money from the Tzibur because of their Torah. This is a position that you know the Rambam writes, but it's very difficult to keep Nowadays, with Moshe Feinstein applied the dictum of Eislasa uh, secha. So, you know, now we don't necessarily follow the Rambam's view and we permit it. Let's say you went ahead and you did it. Let's say you were done, you, you, you ruled in a case for money, or you did it some other thing. So, uh, some say, that uh, for paskening, uh, so that's an Isidor Raisa, and uh, you, you, the, the, uh, you violated it, and you, the din that you ruled is not valid. So this is actually a machloikis. It depends whether it's, a, it's actually a Torah prohibition or not, uh, but uh, regardless... This is uh, this is the issue. We should be very careful about it. Make sure that there's always a heter in any time we're doing such a thing.